for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hi, my name is Mike Lee, and I've been a part of this ministry for about 10 years now. And it's a joy to see how this ministry is reaching so many people. And I hope that you'll be touched and encouraged through His Word today. Uh, you know, in the city where I grew up, uh, every year for St. Patrick's Day, there's a tradition that our city uh, would take part in. And what they would do is they would pour green dye uh, into the river in celebration for St. Patrick's Day because there was a large community of Irish people uh, that were living there and uh, all of them wanted to celebrate and um, have this huge uh, party for St. Patrick, Patrick's Day. Uh, for me, I never got used to uh, seeing the river turning bright green and I certainly would never drink from it. Um, but we see here, uh, as we are continuing in our study of Exodus, as we come across the first plague, and it's turning the water into blood. And I know that for a lot of us, we've never seen this happen. But when we look at our own lives, maybe some of you who have uh, bled in certain ways or on your body, uh, may that help you to think about what took place here in seeing an entire river turning into blood um, as we study in the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 7, verses 14 through 25. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is unyielding. He refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning as he goes out to the river. Confront him on the bank of the Nile, and take in your hand the staff that was changed into a snake. Then say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has sent me to say to you, Let my people go, so that they may worship me in the wilderness. But until now, you have not listened. This is what the Lord says, By this you will know that I am the Lord. With the staff that is in my hand, I will strike the water of the Nile, and it will be changed into blood. The fish in the Nile will die, and the river will stink. The Egyptians will not be able to drink its water. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, Take your staff and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt, over the streams and canals, over the ponds and all the reservoirs, and they will turn to blood. Blood will be everywhere in Egypt, even in vessels of wood and stone. Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord had commanded. He raised his staff in the presence of Pharaoh and his officials and struck the water of the Nile, and all the water was changed into blood. The fish in the Nile died, and the river smelled so bad that the Egyptians could not drink its water. Blood was everywhere in Egypt. But the Egyptian magicians did the same things by their secret arts, and Pharaoh's heart became hard. He would not listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had said. 
Instead, he turned and went into his palace and did not take even this to heart. And all the Egyptians dug along the Nile to get drinking water because they could not drink the water of the river. Seven days passed after the Lord struck the Nile. You know, one of the things that stands out about Pharaoh as you read about him is that he has a hardened heart. And this is a common char- uh, characteristic that is portrayed uh, in his life. And he's des- described here, um, again, with this hardened heart. And I can't believe that after witnessing what God has done uh, through these miracles that Moses does in front of him, things that you know most humans cannot you know humans cannot do but only magicians were able to replicate and yet he did not see this as an act of god uh, even though this was done in front of his eyes and many times we can be in that same position we can be like pharaoh or where we can have a hardened heart where uh, we question we doubt and we distance ourselves away from God, Um, but He is revealing Himself to us in everyday life, and it's up to us whether we will accept and whether we will change, as God is giving us signs uh, in in different ways. How will you you respond? Um, I hope and pray that you will learn from the lessons from Pharaoh uh, that God is giving you this chance and it's never too late. Now, if Pharaoh was genuine in wanting to see a miracle, just as he asked uh, from Moses, then he would have let the Israelites go. Uh, But seeing that even witnessing the staff turning into a serpent, this wasn't enough, that he was going back on his word, that all the things that he promised were not being fulfilled, even though they were brought to his attention. Now, one of the things that uh, really challenged me uh, during my devotions over the past few few weeks uh, is that when I was studying Matthew 24, uh, verse 12, and Jesus was talking about the end times, and he was saying that you know believers and Christians that you will go through persecution and hard times, and people will slander you, uh, people will turn their backs on you. Uh, but then in verse 12, he mentions that. Uh, many hearts will grow cold. Uh, and that really stood out to me that when the end time will be near, he's saying, he doesn't say a few or some, but he says many hearts will turn cold. Uh, and so that's something that I've been examining on a daily basis is how is my heart before God? Uh, is my heart cold and hardened like Pharaoh? Or is it soft, moldable, and teachable in the eyes of God. Uh, and so I hope that this will wake us up, uh, that as we look into life of Pharaoh, uh, some of us may find ourselves in the same position. So let's turn that around uh, as we look to God's Word and ask for His strength and for His help. Uh, now when we look at this first plague, uh, God begins to punish Pharaoh for his disobedience and not acknowledging God as his Lord. Uh, Now, the first plague was turning the Nile River into blood. Uh, Now, Pharaoh comes out to the Nile River in in the morning, and most likely this was a ritual, uh, perhaps to 
uh, worship uh, the Nile River because they considered it like a god, uh, because it provided life. It, it could do so many things and it can destroy uh, homes and the land if it's uh, because of the nature, uh, because it's so unpredictable. Or he could have been simply taking the, the morning to, to bathe and to clean himself. Uh, regardless, uh, he was out there and he was uh, in the Nile River because he saw it as a source of life, as something that, uh, a ritual for him. And it was highly revered. And many looked at the Nile River as being sacred. And I know Pharaoh probably did the same. Uh, now the plagues were not just random attacks. They were not just something that God would use to you know, inflict pain upon the Egyptians, but they were specific and they were targeted for a reason. And so God was basically dismantling all the things that the Egyptians worshipped. And the Nile was their god. It was a river god called uh, Happy. Uh, it's important that all these plagues were were very literal. They did actually take place. And there was nothing symbolic about them. Now, uh, this river, this water that turned into blood, uh, you, you know that blood is slightly thicker than water. And as this is taking place, um, all the fish that are living in the river uh, died and they would be washed up to shore. Now, this must have been an amazing sight to see to see the, the river turn red and seeing all these dead fish uh, at the shore uh, of this river. And this was all happening in punishment uh, to the Egyptians and to, to Pharaoh. And it must have been horrifying uh, to witness all this. And later on in the chapter, it says that the magicians were able to replicate this plague. Uh, they did the same thing by turning the water into blood. Now, my question for the, for the magicians is, if they could turn the water to blood, why didn't they turn the blood back into water? And I think this is where they fall short. Uh, and that's how Satan works, is that he can create things to destroy, but he never creates things to give life. And that's what we see in the magicians. And for Pharaoh, is that they fall short, and they don't understand the power and the significance of God that is before them. I know as believers and Christians, it can be very difficult to renew our passion, our love for God. Just like in any relationship, we need something to spark, something to create that burning passion uh, for our loved ones, and especially for God. Uh, and so as we look into the, this passage here, uh, may we learn from Pharaoh and that we will not fall into temptation of letting our hearts grow hardened or cold. So I want to encourage you, to, if you feel that you're in danger of becoming like that, uh, that you do something about it, do something different, uh, listen to a podcast or listen to a sermon or go outside or uh, just talk with God and, and bless bless Him for what He has done in and through your life. And I hope that this would encourage you as you see and as you witness what God is doing, the miracles that, that are taking place um, all around us. Uh, so let us pray and ask that from our God today. Uh, Father, we just pray. We know, Lord, that 
Uh, we are a people that can easily go, go astray. And when we are led by our own sinful natures, uh, we know, Father, that it can lead to a dangerous slope. And so, God, I pray that, uh, that you prevent, help us to stop black backsliding and help us, Lord, to turn back to you. So, Father, whatever it takes, uh, I pray, Lord, that you will renew that love and passion and, and love for you, God, that would sustain us and help us um, all of our days. And so we just gladly give ourselves to you, Lord. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.